Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome to Of Marks and Men, a wrestling podcast coming to you live on tape from the home of wrestling, Memphis, Tennessee. I am your co-host, J.D. Rieger, filling in on the intro for host Brian Balo, who's still home recuperating after our big day at Memphis Wrestling's Wrestle Center on Sunday. For those who don't know, we both actually spent some time last week at the Wrestle Center with the trainers and trainees, me just observing and talking to folks, Brian actually in the ring participating, culminating in Sunday's TV taping where not only did we get to record some amazing conversations with the talent, Brian actually got in the ring for the Shark Boy Battle Royal. It was an amazing journey, and we'll tell you all about it and his trip to Nashville to see SummerSlam when Brian's all healed up next week. But for now, we have three great conversations from the Wrestle Center for you to enjoy. Here's Brian and I chatting with the true American and three-time EPW world champion Trace Lee Hunt, Memphis Wrestling sideline reporter and trainee Mackenzie Morgan, and the up-and-coming Geo Savage. All right, folks, we're right back here again at the Wrestle Center. Brian here with my buddy JD, and we are sitting down with a really good buddy of mine right now, Mr. Trace Lee Hunt. What's up, guys? How's it going? Man, doing well. Glad to be here today for this uh, this TV taping we got going on. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to thank you because you've been taking care of my man yeah. all week. <laughs> you, you made sure I didn't die this past week, so I'm, I'm certainly grateful. My wife's grateful as well. She, oh, she yeah. passes on the, the best wishes on that. But, no, it was a, it was an awesome experience, you know, getting to come in and be invited into the Wrestle Center and to get to get to spend a week training and, and to, to get ready for this Battle Royal. And, you know, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast last week, J.D., but one of our biggest takeaways was the fact that everybody in the training here was so supportive of each other and helped build each other out. Uh, and I, I definitely got that from everybody. You know, I wasn't treated as an outsider coming in. Everybody was giving me pointers and trying to build me up. But I got to say, my friend, you were you were the one sending me text messages the next day, making sure my body wasn't broken in half, and <laughs> pulling me aside when I was doing something wrong in the ring and telling me the right way to do it and making me do it again until I started getting it right. So I, I certainly appreciate it. Well, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, number one, I'm glad you're alive. That is important. It's damn, damn straight. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to die or anything like that. Um, it was great to have you there, man. Uh, wrestling's a big family. It always has been. Uh, the family expanding as the years get later and later but um it was great to have you there man you looked really good it, not at first <laughs> not at first i didn't but by the end of it i, I think i was starting to get the hang of things right. a little I, bit. I remember being the one looking into the ring and going oh my god i want to do that i don't have any clue how to even get started luckily for me uh, i'm a second generation so my old man was in the business so i had a little leg up but uh he didn't cut me any slack as most of the dads as, did as, as you shouldn't at that point. I mean, exactly. That, that's how you learn is that tough love and, and making sure that you're doing everything right over and over again until you're doing it perfectly. That's right. And now he takes credit for teaching me everything I know, every chance he gets. So uh, I'll give him that. Are other wrestling locker rooms as supportive of, of as this one? You know, I wish I could say yes. I wish I could say that every wrestling locker room was like that. Um, here at Memphis Wrestling, it, it's, it's special. It's really special. And I've been lucky to find a couple locker rooms, and those are the ones that I stay around and continue to go to. Uh, EPW in Boonville, I've been there for over two years now, and I did it before. Uh, it's great to be back there. Memphis is the same way. It's a tight-knit family. Everybody watches out for everybody. That is rare. I've been to a lot of locker rooms that people would rather um, step on your face is look at you, but not here. 
Tell me about the scene in EPW. I know you're a three-time world champ there. Oh, yeah. EPW's got some great competition. We're out of Boonville, Mississippi. Uh, we run um, house shows every Saturday. Uh, we have TV tapings once a month. We'll do three shows, very similar to what happens here in Memphis. Um, it's a lot of great talent there as well. A lot of guys will come back and forth between there and Memphis. Uh, we've got some good guys coming in. Um, I know we've got... Uh, yeah, you're going to have to edit this because I can't remember who we got coming in. James Storm. James Storm's going to be coming in. We've oh, got cool. James Storm coming in soon. Uh, we've got Davey Richards coming in on the 6th, so he'll be there. Davey uh, Richards, hell of a wrestler. Oh, he's not, great. Also, not taking away from James Storm that he isn't, but right. said Davey Richards, and my eyebrows just perked up a little bit Absolutely. there. Absolutely. August 6th, he's going to be in EPW, so uh, we've got some big things coming there as well, so it's great. And I think, didn't you just have the Rock and Roll Express on their farewell tour down we there? We did. That was actually in Tupelo at Tupelo Con, but it was okay. a big part of EPW, but that was VIP wrestling. Um, Hollywood Jimmy's crew, that... Jackass, but anyway, it's great to uh, it's great to work with those guys for sure. There's so many promotions in the area; it's hard for me to keep straight. Sometimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Seems like another one pops up every couple of months, but yeah, I hear isn't Marco Stunt starting a new promotion in Memphis Man, now? That's, that's what the I'm... word on the street. Uh, I haven't gotten any phone calls about it, but we'll see. How many Memphis wrestling promotions have you worked for in in the past before? Before this one. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I started working when I was 16, which don't tell anybody that because I totally lied about my age. You had to be licensed back then, but not anymore. But regardless, um, I wasn't necessarily uh, for any certain promotions during that time. I, you guys know tons about Memphis in the early 2000s because I've listened to podcasts. Um, it was a lot of territory stuff and just here and there, little spot shows. That was it. So as far as a home company like this, never. This is my first one in Memphis that I wanted to say I was a part of and can say I'm a part of. Uh, so that's it. And that's one of the things I like about that concept is not just from, from the wrestler's standpoint of y'all having you know, your own family here because you're always working together. You create a family out of the fans. Like this is, you know, they're, they're not having to travel from city to city or they're not having to wait six months for the promotion to come back around to, to your home city and see it. They get to come here every couple weeks and see y'all and really figure out you know who you are, watch your story, and, and, and get to know you guys. And there's there's something really great about that. For sure. I mean, you guys know it, Memphis and wrestling, those are two words that have always gone together. I mean, you've talked about guys coming through here, big name professional wrestlers that have come through Memphis just to pay respects at the Coliseum. That's history. So the fact that we can run a show this often here and give it back to Memphis, it's still here. It's still alive. It's, it's great. It definitely has been one of the things I've taken away from, from the Memphis wrestling promotion is it, it really embodies that spirit of what Memphis wrestling was for a while and seems like it sort of lost for a little bit and now yeah. we're in this resurgence of bringing it back and it's keeping it I won't say keeping it small, but it's keeping it intimate, but it's also allowing it to grow, and it can certainly grow into something bigger and Absolutely. keep going from there. Absolutely. Trace, who's ass you kicking tonight? Man, look, it's like this. I'm going to tell you something. Whoever's in the ring with me, they're dealing with 230 pounds of American muscle, red, white, blue, tattooed, and bald like an eagle, baby. So I don't care who it is. When you step between those ropes with the true American, it's our night. I, I just had to like push JD back a little bit to hold back from the USA champ while you were doing that, man. Like, it was, whenever it was whenever you feel it, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> you mentioned earlier being a second generation wrestler. I'm curious, like, because I'm a second generation musician. Oh, nice. And so I know, like, that I was treated differently because when I was coming up, people knew my dad. Yeah. 
and living up to that those expectations is sometimes kind of problematic was that was that hard for you well it, it in, in some ways yes I'll say yes my father and I are built completely different he was a big man wrestler I still look up literally look up to him both figuratively and literally um, he was you know brushing six foot whatever he was um, so it was a t- completely different style that I had to learn I stopped growing for some reason um, but uh, when I would talk to the guys that knew him and had worked him in the ring before um, there was an expectation of my style in the ring to be more like his, but it just couldn't be. I'm just not that big. He's a freaking monster, you know what I mean? So, um, yes and no, I guess, is my answer to that. It was cool to be like, oh, yeah, you guys know my dad. And they're like, yeah. And then they would look down at me like, why the hell are you so small? You know, because your dad's huge. <laughs> what the hell happened? But um, it, it was still great to have that, that way in, like I said, because before that, especially in that time, it was hard to get in the business. You had to know somebody that knew somebody. And, I, you know, and you being a musician, I think you can see the parallels to the world of, of playing music and, and wrestling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like we were saying earlier about the positive atmosphere here, I, I wish to hell that, like, you know, the atmosphere at a, the average show mixing it up amongst the other musicians I wish we supported each other the same way yeah. you guys do. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's teamwork. We're a team. The locker room is a team. It feels like any other sports team. Um, if you want this show to be good, and you should, if you're a part of the show, you want the whole show to be good, not just the, shit, the stuff that you do. You know, you want everything to be good. So why not support each other like that? Because that's the only way it's going to be good. There's no, there's no room for that ego. I've said it before on the show a bunch of times. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a partnership. It's a dance. Yep. Not just Perfect. in that immediate moment, but for what happens back in that locker room and the planning for everything else and, and the matches, you know, three further spots down the card, like all playing together and you have to have that camaraderie and everybody working together no or the show just isn't isn't going to coalesce, isn't going to come together and isn't going to be as good as it can be. It doesn't make sense. And wrestling has to make sense. I saw you post on Facebook that you were hunting for gold, whether it was on in EPW or here. No. Well, I tell you, you know, my waist is getting cold, basically. So it's been it's been too long since I've had something shiny to carry around with me. The dog tags are nice, but I want something bigger and more uh, more prestigious. Not taken away from my dog tags, but uh, yeah. And I don't know what it's going to be. Um, I've got that itch. I've got that need right now. It's got to be filled one way or another. I'm not opposed to. Uh, finding me an old tag team partner and going into that division. Love tag team wrestling. We were talking about earlier being big FTR marks. Love those guys. Nah, Dax, Dax Harwood. Can't get enough FTR talk on this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> He's wrestler of the year, guaranteed. Man, and, uh, you know, I love the, the red, white, and blue and gold scheme here, but uh, I think pink light you know, might look good on you. Sounds like uh, Zicky Dice might need to be watching his back. Well, you know, I, I tell you, Zay's holding that belt right now, and Zay is a the things that he's been doing in the ring are incredible. But, you know, watching him work, watching the way he works in the ring, I think I see a weak spot. And I would love to find out if I do or not. I guess uh, we'll have to stay tuned to see oh, yeah, when that happens. Oh, yeah, stay tuned, for sure. Yep. Trace, thanks again for being with us today, man. Good luck in your match tonight. And uh, try to watch those headshots. All right, buddy? You got it, boys. Thank yeah, you so much. I'd, sometimes uh, let's, let's have you down to the Wiseacre Studios. We can do a longer one. Oh, that sounds fantastic. You got beer there, right? Uh, we got all sorts of beers and pizzas. Hey, man. That's the what true, fancy chair. That's what true America things. is. Let's drink beer, baby. No. <laughs> God bless the USA. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Folks, we're here with none other than Mackenzie Morgan. Hey. 
Mackenzie, so glad to have you here. Thanks for taking a couple minutes to Thank sit down you. with us here. So we've been talking about a bunch of things here at the Wrestle Center today, but one of the things that we've been talking about a little bit was obviously I got the pleasure last week of getting invited in and getting to do a little bit of training uh, with you all for the uh, the Battle Royal I got yes. to take place in this week. Um, one of the things I definitely noticed and we've been talking about with everybody is how what a good core group y'all have and how supportive yes. of you know everybody is of each other uh, yourself included not only did I think you were super talented you can you can talk you can you can work <laughs> you were working in there with guys twice your size and holding <laughs> your own in there and you were putting a little fear of God in their eyes but with that support you were also really supportive of me like yeah you know, everybody had a little something to chime in and give me you know a, a pointer or two but you were always one of the first people to chime in especially if I was doing something wrong and got something right <laughs> you were the first person to give me that pat on the back be like all right you're getting it now so a from my you know my standpoint thank you for that yeah um, but also you know let everybody know how, how long you've been into this, you know, how long you've been training, you know, and, and, and how things are going for you. I've been training since February, the day after Valentine's Day. That is the most memorable, memorable day, February 15th, 2022. That's when I first started training. Uh, oh, wow. That's that's not very long. I was about to say, I'm surprised. It's You're really good at this. It, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It, uh, it's not easy. Wrestling is not easy. No, and it's when not. you come in and when you said, you want to take a bump and when you rolled around with us I knew how I was the first day so I was like okay Every, nobody really like clapped for me nobody really talked to me so I know how it is being an outsider but uh, dude you did really good you did really good so well, thank you. This wasn't meant to be praising me, but no, I'll, I'll certainly I'm take it right I'm now. gonna sing your name. <laughs> I'm gonna sing your name, bro. Um, what what inspired you to do that then? You know, if, if you've only been at it for a couple months now, yeah. You know, what what made you want to commit to it? Because you know, it's obviously like you said, it's, it's something difficult. It puts a, a tax and a toll on your body. Yeah. You've got to want this <laughs> to be able to do it, but it seems like you want it. What what inspired you on so, that? So I loved wrestling my entire life. Um, the wrestler Bailey, she just made her debut back at SummerSlam, um, her re-debut. She really was the one to inspire me because I felt a certain connection with her. But the person who pushed me the most was my 10th grade geometry teacher. Her name was uh, Miss Jordan. And I have a special connection with her and she always uh, motivated me and she's the only one, I'm getting emotional right now, I'm sorry. Aww. But uh, she's the one who um, really believed in me, so. But yeah, it's okay. No, it's it's good. I, once again, not not everybody has that kind of connection with somebody in their life where they have that kind of impact on them. I, I think it's a beautiful thing that that you're you're, you're getting a little. I don't want to sell you out. You're getting a little getting a little teary eyed. But that's <laughs> yes. that's a beautiful thing. And and obviously that means this is something so important to you, and you're putting so much commitment behind because of that connection and, and how it makes you feel. So no, yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah, wrestling means so much to me, and I just want to be able to inspire little girls the way Bailey inspired me and the way uh, my 10th grade geometry teacher inspired me, even Sasha Banks. I'm going to give Sasha her credit. I love Sasha Banks. So, talk about being a lifelong wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, rattle off two or three of your favorites that really like got you going as a kid and got you inspired and made you want to you know, continue doing this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to mention Dustin Starr, Alan Steele. Derek King and Martin and Precious. That's, that's, a, that's a great thing to do is mention your trainers. I want to mention them too before we wrap this up. I want to mention them because they have been such a big help. Such a big help. And I've heard so many bad stories about uh, 
when people start training, not here, but at other places, when people start training, how their trainers treat them, especially as a woman. But I felt nothing but love, and this is the best environment I've ever been in. So if anybody wants to wrestle and come train at the Wrestle Center, come on down. This this is a family environment. If you want to stay, like, you're my big brother now. Oh. <laughs> Oh, shucks, you're going to make me come back and take more bumps, aren't you? Please. I was planning on retiring after today, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe that'll get me to come back around every once in a while. Oh. JD, you got anything for us? Well, no. I'm curious. How soon do you hope to be out there in the show on TV? Um, and are you going to are you gonna be a, a face? Are you going to be a heel? What do you want to do? I don't think I can be a bad guy. I don't think that's in me. I... I saw them trying to get you to do both in training. <laughs> no, there's not a bad bone in me that I hope so. But uh, I don't know. I really like the position that I'm in now, uh, being a backstage reporter. I kind of like to be messy and mix things up a little bit. You know, Diana Taylor in the Hollywood clique. Oh, my God. We don't like them. I don't like them. Matt, Austin Lane's ex-best friend. I don't like him. I like to mix things up a little bit. I like my position now. But if somebody tries to hit me, just let them know. MKZ, don't come to play. MKZ is trained and she's ready. But when the time comes, the time will be right for me. So I was about to say, you keep working the way you're working. <laughs> I know you like doing the backstage reporter gig, but you keep working the way you are. I don't think it's going to be too long before we see you on Memphis Wrestling TV. Thank you. No, thank you for being here. Thank you all a pleasure. for this interview. I appreciate it. I'll see you next week for some bumps. <laughs> All right, we're here with Geo Savage. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. What's going on, guys? I'm glad to have you here. You can get closer to that mic if you don't oh, mind. Oh, okay. And you can pull it closer to you if that's helpful, whatever works. Bet, bet, bet. Get yourself comfy. Get all up on it. So how's it going, man? What kind of what kind of hijinks are you getting up to today at the at the Wrestle Center? Well, you know, I'm just trying to get a win. That's the most important thing, you know. A win is all we need, and then uh, I'm gonna try to win this uh, this Shark Boy Battle Royal. I think a lot of people are gunning for that Shark Boy Battle Royal today. But but I'm gonna take it though. I feel it. I feel it. Do y'all yep. do y'all feel it? I you know yeah I, I think you got a good thing you know going for yourself. You you you've got some fire underneath you, so yeah, I, yeah. I got some belief. Uh, there's you know some, you're there's, talking. To another, a fellow participant in the Shark Boy Battle Royale. I, I, I was, was going to let that be a surprise for him when, when, but, but when I the mean, that, that's, hits you there. I, I, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but I, I'll see you in there. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll be in there for a couple seconds before somebody just grabs me by the <laughs> neck and throws me out. But, you know, that's 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 the, the fun part of being part of this. Yeah, deal. Exactly. As long as you're having fun, but, you know, and, and I'm winning, you know, getting that dub. What's going on, Big John? How How's it going to feel when I dump you over that top rope? Uh, oh, no. I, I would Shots never fired. know. I would never know. So. <laughs> oh, we got the peanut gallery out here. They're, they're losing faith yeah, in you, Gio, man. You better I start see. sparking up right now. I see. You better back it up. <laughs> all, all right, Mr. Frazier. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm Muhammad Ali out here, okay? Tell, tell us a little bit about how long you've been doing this and how you got into the business, man. Oh, man. Well, uh. My process of being in the business has been a long, tedious pr uh, process, but uh, I'm going to keep it short and simple. Uh, it'll be four years this coming September since I stepped foot in a ring. Uh, but I've been trying all my life to become a wrestler. Uh, 
on a, a good friend of mine I grew up with named Rooster, Midnight Rooster. Check him out. He's really dope. He's like a goat. But uh, I've been trying like over 10 years to be a, a wrestler. And uh, he always said, oh, you're too little. You're too strong. But look at me now. Man. I'm I'll, like 235 full of man, shoulders. And I was about to say, I've it. seen some little dudes out here. You're not one of them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it's all good, though. It's all good. I'm here now. You know, I came to dominate to win that. that, that. I'm sorry, bro. No. But. I mean, you can say you want it all you want, and that's fine. I, I, you know, I appreciate. Right, I think you're in, getting into dangerous waters here, buddy. Look, JD, if you if you don't have confidence in yourself, who can you have confidence in? And and, 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 I, and I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> just saying, it's a battle royale. Anybody can win it. And you know what? We got a big, big man in Geovtavage right here, right? Ooh, nice big yeah. man. However, whenever you see like a battle royale or a royal rumble and the announcers start talking, it's always like, oh, there's uh, there's Braun Strowman or there's uh, there's Andre the Giant. Now, I guess Andre's a bad one because he won so many battle royales. But generally speaking, they always go, oh, that, that big guy, oh, he's, he's my pick to win. You know who never wins those? The big guy. You know who wins it? Not necessarily the biggest, not necessarily the strongest, the smartest, my friend. Just saying. Touché. Just saying. Touché. But I am the smartest. That's my bad. My bad. I'm sorry. My bad. I am the smartest as well. I'm, I'm finna pull up Bianca Belair. The smartest, the toughest, the strongest, the roughest, the all, the EST of championship wrestling. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what kind of wrestling you're a fan of. Like, what made you want to do this? Ooh. Well, uh, Shelton Benjamin. This is my That's favorite. A great story. answer right there. Shelton Benjamin has always been my favorite wrestler. If you're listening to this show, I want my dream match with you. I'll come to Texas where you are, wherever. We can do it up any day. But uh, let me get in shape first. Uh, yeah, he he. Since since middle school, I've been watching Shelton Benjamin, and I've been trying to do the moves that he's been trying to do, what that he's been doing for his whole career. So. If I can be like him or if I can spark some type of interest into a kid like he's sparking to my life, I feel like I've done my job. Those are nice. No, oh. Uh. Pre Precious just joined us here for a second. That, that got weird. <laughs> how, how are either of us going to be able to compete after that? That's, that's too much. Is he in the battle royal with you guys? I, I didn't see the lineup. I hope not. I think there's a couple surprises still being yeah, named out. There's a good chance that that could be coming back around. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, oh no. All right, I talk a big game, but honestly, if I had to put money down right now, as much confidence as I have in myself, uh, I'd put my five bucks on you, sir, over, over a guy like me any day. That's what's up, man. I appreciate that. Hey, nonetheless, I'm gunning well, I, for you. I, 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 I am gunning I, for you. If, if I get put out, I'll hope you win it. All right, that's that's fair trade. That's a fair. You know what? I'll, I'll shake on Can that. You make that that's agreement. Great. All right. Uh, sir, uh, I'm gonna have to charge you like twenty dollars for like for recording. Oh this. man, you're on that Virgil kick right now. This man don't do nothing for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're paying me for this, so. Oh, shit, shit, JD, we're paying him for this. Yeah. Oh boy. I'll uh, tell you later. You better hit that ATM. Hey, you better I got you. All right. I expect those $20 for my cash app. All right.
I, I, one last thing I want to ask you about before we let you go is I know you work for both Memphis Wrestling and 901. I want you to just talk about maybe like the groundswell that's happening in, in Memphis right now among with independent wrestling. There is so much going on and you're a part of all of it. Ooh, I, I will say I'm a part of all of it. Uh, 901, they've ne- definitely like uh, they saw me at a, like a uh, uh, a high school gym show, and they picked me up. So I've been with them since 20, 2019. So they're like a home. They're like home for me. And then being picked up with Championship Wrestling, it's been a, a blessing as well. Like meeting all these people, meeting all these stars, wrestling all these people, but bro. I love to learn and championship wrestling. Like I'm learning, so I love it. Yeah, man. I know the last 901 show I was at, you and the guy you were on with, whose name escapes me. You guys stole the show. The guys who were on after you had no what? chance. Man, I appreciate. So I'm that. giving you some props here. Man, I appreciate that, man. You know, I, I always try to go in with the mind of a uh, match of the night every time I go out there and have people who spent their hard earned money to get their money's worth. That's my mindset every time I go out there. So I appreciate, I appreciate you yeah, saying that. I think, I think you're headed to the top, and uh, thank you for stopping by here on the way, dude. And thank you all for having me. J.D., really good work inflating his ego, so when we take him out of that battle royale <laughs> later, he's just not going to be able well, to deal with himself. Since you were bad copping it so hard, I think somebody had to be good copping I mean, the, you got to, it's the misdirection. You can't let them know <laughs> what you're really thinking, because then they don't know what they're thinking, and then that confusion is how you, how you get the upper hand. Well, Geo I'm Savage. on to schemes now. Geo Savage, thank you so much for thank being you. here, sir. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks, man. Of Marks and Men, a wrestling podcast, is a part of the Back to the Light podcast network. You can find us on the network tab at backtothelight.net and everywhere fine podcasts are distributed.